Hi everyone, welcome to a bonus that should always be unheard of episode of Campfire Adventures podcast. I'm still here at the Banks's and for some reason, God or whoever wants me to stay here a little bit longer. So we're doing this episode impromptu, no preparation around a mosquito repellent candle. Actually, it's a tri-candle. And we're all going to take turns telling scary stories. Dun, dun, dun. episode, Daisy Mae's going to go first. Scritches? Terrifying. <laughs> Rena, what's your scary story? Nothing, really. This is the impromptu episode and we have no scary story? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I told you that story of when I was in high school in the Philippines. That's why you always have to say tabi tabi form. Is because there's like the spirits and you, know, you want that for a different person. I know that that's real, but we're talking just made up on the spot. What? Like something that actually happened? Or no, just something you made up right in your mind. Like a once upon a time. Sleep paralysis. It always happens to me. That's called the old hag. Have you listened to the episode? No! There's an episode called Old Hag yeah, and the Night Hag. paralysis always happens, and it's, it's very terrifying, actually. It's called um, the Old Hag Syndrome. I remember it happened to me in Oceanside when I was still living with my uncle. And I was on the bunk bed. I was on top because my aunt's mom was in town. But anyways, I had a dream or a nightmare. And for some reason, in my nightmare, I was trying to literally fight the sleep paralysis that I was screaming in the nightmare, and it broke off to reality. So I woke up, like, screaming, and everyone in the house was like, holy fuck, what the heck? That's crazy. And you know, because you could, you, I felt it too. I was like, I was literally, like, fighting, and I was so tired, and I was just like, ah! it was a crazy scream. Sure. Nothing. Alright. It's up to me to fill 40 minutes, so let's see what I can do. Damn! Don't forget that you had a damn for the first time, and it was really delicious. Once upon a time, Dylan was on a road trip for his podcast called Adventures Campfire. And he stopped off at his friend's house, Rena and Troy. And he stayed there for a certain amount of time. And 
they decided that they were bored with their everyday normal just to-dos and they decided that they would go on an adventure. Dylan's like, let's go on one last adventure just to have a good time. Why not? Let's do something crazy. So he remembers that his friend Rena had told him that she's actually really fascinated with old abandoned buildings, right? So they found an old abandoned farm a couple oh. hours out into the road. Well, into the, into the rural area of South Dakota. So they jump in their cars playing Blackpink and they drive around trying to make a whistle. <laughs> How does it go? Make a whistle, make blow like a whistle like a missile. And they're just cruising the streets playing their Blackpink, having a good time. And they decide that they're not gonna bring anything special. Maybe just Dylan's GoPro that he still hasn't used. And they're gonna go and they're gonna experience some crazy adventure at this abandoned farm. So as they're driving through, Dylan starts to read off that people in the area have disappeared and no one's been ever able to figure out what happened to them. Sometimes they'd see that cars would just shut off and they wouldn't be able to move. And there was no cell signal, so there was no hope of anyone getting caught. But then again, all those stories were told in the 1930s. So they start to drive and they get to this town called Dulipa Town. <laughs> and they pull up to the Baby Street and they find out that the farm was once called Levitating Farm. So obviously the car made it there, right? And they had cell signal in the car, so it didn't make sense that they could be missing or whatever. So just in case, Rena grabbed a bat, Dylan grabbed an axe, and Troy grabbed a crossbow. So they get out of their car, and I mean, they feel like they're pretty legit. They take a whole bunch of pictures in front, but what they didn't know is that they might not make it out of Levitating Farm alive. So they walk up to the farm, taking pictures, just experiencing everything. It's still light is out. Is it dark? It's light out. It wasn't that far away from where they lived. Sioux Falls isn't that big now. It's not San Diego. <sighs> so they get out and they go up to this building. They open the door. They walk in. And honestly, just that first creak alone, Dylan was scared. He grabbed his axe, huddled next to Rena and Troy, and said, Dude, this might not be a good idea. Let's turn around. But Rena said, We ain't bring no little beep. So get your beep up and let's go inside. And then Troy got his crossbow ready. She's gonna be the reason why you all are gonna die. Well, let's find out. And Troy's like, Let's get on with it. So. Why do you gotta sound black though? Fine. Troy said, Let's get on with it. Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so they start walking through. And they just chilling, like looking around. Everything just seems like the family that once lived there never actually left. So they're walking around this farm, and Troy just so happens to stumble upon an old body, an old body, an old bottle that that looks like whiskey. And he's like, "No way!" And we're like, "No way!" And then you know, just to calm Dylan's nerves, they decide that, I mean, whiskey's still good out there. Whoever knows how old it is, let's all take a shot just to get through the day. 
And they agree. What is the lifespan of whiskey? I don't know. So, forever. So, just to get some courage to continue through this farm, they decide that they decide that they're gonna take the shot. So they cheers to adventure and take the shot. It tasted delicious. And so as they enjoyed the shot, they decided we can do this. I've never had that, so I can't speak on that. I've had black label, but that's about it. So they decide that they're gonna walk through the house. They go up to the top. And as they walk at the top, they stop moving, but they start to see like shadows moving their peripheral vision. Now, obviously there's three of them. So they form a kill circle and they're just walking slowly, protecting each one of their backs. And then they start to hear creaking coming up the stairs. And they go to the stairs just to make sure that nothing's there, but there was nothing there. And then was it, it empty or was there stuff? It's abandoned. Well, there's stuff in there. Like, it's like the family never actually left, but still. So then a window breaks in one of the bedrooms. <laughs> and there's just like no way, right? There's nobody there. It's abandoned. So they run into the room just to make sure. If there's three of them. They took that shot. They feel good. So they walk in there just to figure out who's in there. And then as they look where the shattered glass was, it looks like a tree branch had just knocked it over because of some wind outside. So they shake it off and they keep looking through the house. Now they start to see photos, photos of an elderly man and his wife, photos of, I guess what turns out that the levitating farm used to be a pig farm back in the day. And so they're just looking at all these pictures and all this history, didn't look like they had any kids or anything. But they're walking through and they still see the clothes of these old people. Like I'm talking old photos, like back in the forties or the nine, 1900s. Like the photos, like the clothes that you see in the photos that are black and white. Yeah. And so Rena's like, oh my God, wouldn't it be funny if we tried these on? And then Dylan's like, that's not a good idea. And they're like, we could take a picture just like them. So Troy and Rena put on the clothes. This Rena's crazy. <laughs> and, they, and Dylan takes a picture of them. But what he doesn't realize is that in the back of the picture, you can see an elderly couple staring at Troy and Rena as they take the picture. So it was a Polaroid? Well, either, well, it could be your iPhone. You just see it in the background. So they didn't notice. And Dylan didn't notice, to be honest. So they start to walk through. And as they're walking through, they're taking pictures of everything just because they made it. You know, they're going to be the ones that come out and tell everybody, like, it was all a hoax. All these stories were just myths that were told to scare people. So they decide that since they've conquered the house, that it's time for them, it's time for them to go to the farmhouse where all those quote unquote pigs were. But what they didn't realize was that at the top of the farm, somebody was watching them. Something was staring at them, something evil. So they walk into the farmhouse and they see hay, barrels and barrels of hay. They see carcasses of old pigs that were just there. They were already like gone, skins gone, just bones. And they're just walking through in amazement at just how much this house was upkept. But then they start to hear rattling chains up in the rafters of this farmhouse. Scared, Troy pulls out his crossbow and shoots, but there was nothing there. Determined, he says he's gonna go get his arrow back because he only brought 
a certain amount and he knows that there's not gonna be a lot of errors in the area. So he starts to walk up there. And as he walks up there, one of the steps breaks so the other two can follow him. So he starts to go there and all of a sudden you hear a scream. And Rena calls out, Babe, are you okay? No answer. Dylan and Rena start to freak out because obviously Troy was the only one who was trained to kill anybody and they've taken him out because whatever it was knew that the two weak ones would be left behind. So Dylan starts to run for the car, but the door slams in his face. Rena and Dylan scream. Beep. The dog scared me. <laughs> so they start to scream and night, day starts to turn to night and it gets dark. Sun's starting to set, and they're scared. They don't know what to do. And just when all hope was lost, all of a sudden the door opens up, and Troy jumps out and starts laughing. He was able to get his arrow, hop out the window, and then go slam the door in front of our faces before we could escape. Just as a cruel joke, but it worked. It was scary, and nonchalantly, they just brushed it off as like nothing, right? So they start to head back to the car. And when they got there, they turned it on. They survived the night, right? It's time to go home, but the car wouldn't turn on. They get out to check. The tires have been slashed. They don't know what to do. This is the So they make their way back to the house, the old farmhouse. There are three signs to be careful. The walls will ooze green slime and the lights will flicker on and off on and off just kidding I can't see all that stuff or else we'll get sued but creaking noises still made its way through the night howling made its way and as they decided they had to sleep there they decided to sleep in the room that once belonged to the old farmer and the old farmers I don't know how to say a farm lady <laughs> and during the night, the one that they thought they'd survive, they never woke up again. But why? The ghosts had stole each and every one of their spirits in the night, made them suffer the most terrible nightmare they could have ever dreamed. And then in the morning, when the police finally saw that their car was still there, it was too late because the house was set on fire. Their spirits trapped eternally in the farmhouse. Just kidding. In the morning they woke up because the whiskey was bad, so they got sick and they envisioned all that creep happening to them Woo! when they slept. Still alive. <laughs> Beep. No. And so they went they immediately ran to the car and then got and drove got in and drove home. And they made it home safe. Then, Dylan looked through his phone that evening while they were at the bank's home. And he really did see the spirit of an old man and an old lady. Those pictures that we thought were from that dream really happened. And somehow, he still had them on his phone. It wasn't. It wasn't a dream. I was pretty good for just making that up. That was enough. Beep. Green, okay. That was pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool.
Oh, that's so cute. Daisy Bay, what do you think about it? Oh. Mm. That's stealing. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> what do you think about that, Daisy Bay? Oh, for the crime junkies? Wow. Daisy Bay, what do you think about that? I'm going to edit this Hold out. On. Daisy Bay, what did you think about that? <laughs> and that's the story that we have. This is the bonus episode that may or may not ever be heard. Daisy may have something to say. Say it, Daisy. Pull your Beep. clock out. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. Until next time, you Where guys. Where's the A slinging slasher from again? The hash slinging slasher. Where's it from again? SpongeBob. Yeah. The hash slinging slasher. The hash singing. The hash pinging. Bringing. He did not say that. It was in a lot of stuff. Weevil. Weevil. Well, that's the story we have for you guys tonight, and I hope you enjoy it if you ever do get to hear it. But if not, then this will be our little treasure. Yeah. So make sure you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And we didn't actually take any pictures, so there's no behind the scenes, just this recording. And I hope you enjoy it. But until next time, every song you did hear was because we're, in fact, outside, and we have three corgis and two special guests, the Bankses, once again. I'm going to timestamp this episode, 10.35, Friday, July 16th. I truly do appreciate you all for listening, and thank you so much. Bye. The pigs still live.